Hey, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Inclusive Networker Podcast, where we make network marketers, small business owners, and solopreneurs aware of blind spots that could be keeping their networks and businesses small. We give them tips and simple, practical tools to make their businesses more inclusive, and we teach our listeners how to build inclusive communities that support diverse customers, team members, and business partners. So if you want to authentically build relationships with diverse communities of customers or business partners, you are in the right place. But be warned, you will be challenged. But here's the thing, you won't be judged. I'm your host, Dr. Ramona. I'm a speaker, coach, consultant, public health professor, wife, mom, and a fierce challenger of broken systems that keep people from reaching their highest potential. I'm so excited to be with you on your journey to becoming an inclusive networker. Let's jump right in. And I am so, so very excited to have Sonia Thompson as my guest for today. So let me tell you a little bit about Sonia. Sonia is an inclusive marketing strategist. She's a coach, an educator, and speaker who helps businesses build inclusive brands that attract and retain diverse customers and talent. Sonia writes columns for Inc. and Forbes focused on how brands can use inclusive marketing, belonging, and remarkable customer experiences to grow. She is also the host of the Inclusion and Marketing Podcast. Sonia spent four years living in Buenos Aires, Argentina. She's fluent in Spanish and now lives in Florida with her Argentine husband and mixed-race bilingual daughter. So, Sonia, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here on the Inclusive Networker Podcast. Thank you. And I am hype after your intro, man. Like, it's like your energy. I'm like, oh, I got to match her energy. This is amazing. Come on, come on. (laughs) Yeah, so first of all, um, tell us, tell the audience a little bit about you, your business, and and what is the main problem that you typically solve for your clients and customers? Sure. So um, I run a business where I support, coach, um, do consulting for clients, basically helping them figure out how can we engage more customers and help them feel like they belong? Um, mm. And as during the process of going through that, because that's generally the problem that they want to solve, um, mm-hmm. we end up working through some other internal type things because it's not okay. just about what you do externally. Um, your mm. internal house has to be in order as well. Um, if you want to be uh, sustained in your efforts and authentic in your efforts and reaching um, diverse and underserved communities. So mm. a lot of times I start with like the marketing end, but then, you know, that's, that's like the dessert that people want. Um, but I kind of slip in some broccoli along the way. Yeah. <laughs> Because you got to focus on that internal aspect of it too. Yeah, yeah. So I I love that. And so when we're thinking about the internal house, as you said, okay, so this internal house, what do you mean by that? Because there's some people that are super new to this and and they're trying to figure it all out and where do we start? And so what do you mean by that internal house? It really boils down to your culture. And even if you're a solopreneur, Mm -hmm. um, you do have a culture, whether or not you think about it or plan for it. Um, But also it comes down to, um, how you run your business, your values, how you show up, 
who you're featuring, um, who you work with on having your team. If you want to earn my attention, my adoration, my credit card, um, I need to know that you care about me. You care about my community. You care about me, the person beyond just, you know, what that I can buy your stuff and a surefire way for me to tell that you actually care about me, um, is, by where and how you spend your money. Um, so mm-hmm. who are you paying? Do you have a diverse team? Um, are the consultants, the contractors that you work with, are they diverse um, at all levels? Not just, you know, the per- people at the lower levels. Um, who are the experts that you're featuring? Let's say if you're a content creator, do they, do they, are there people who look like me? Um, all those things that are internal decisions and that are part mm-hmm. of your culture, part of, the way you operate, part of your values, signal to me whether or not I belong with you. It's not mm-hmm. just about your marketing because your marketing is something that you created. It's telling a story, right? But I, I want to go beyond just the marketing that you want me to see and what you want me to believe. I want to know mm-hmm. how are you really? Come on. All right. So as we think about that, and um, I, you know, a lot of our listeners are network marketers and they're really trying to build networks of diverse customers and diverse team members. And so when you think about marketing from their standpoint, um, what are some things that, that we can do to ensure that people see not only that surface, like here's what I post on social right. media right. to what is what is really there? What's the authentic piece of that? And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, mm-hmm. especially on social media, right? How do I build that authenticity and how do I make sure that people understand that, you know, they belong in, in this space and, and on my team and that, that I'm really caring about their communities. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, how do we do that? Um, so it really boils down to being friendly and making friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. so thinking about network marketers, for instance, their their network is it. Like it's all about, you know, the people that they're in contact with, that they're building as part of their team. And what I like to call this is making sure that you have a diverse circle of influence. Now, this Mm -hmm. is people who are in your network. This is people who are your friends with, people who are your colleagues, who are your partners, who are you learning from, right? Who are you mm-hmm. just sort of watching, paying attention to entertainment? So that could be people that you're following in social media. That could be the movies that you go to, the shows that you watch. All of those things give you a degree of cultural intelligence that makes it mm-hmm. so that you can engage with people um, and you can have those conversations with people Um particularly based upon things that they're the conversations that they're already having. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that as you start to think about how to expand the different types of people that you um, are engaging with and you having your network. And honestly, most of us have to be intentional about this because scientifically it shows there's a principle called homophily, which really means Mm -hmm. birds of a feather flock together. Most people have very homogenous networks and Mm -hmm. it's just the human nature, right? So if Mm -hmm. you aren't intentional about making sure that you don't, you have people in your network, network in your circle of influence um who look look different from you think different from you have different backgrounds from you mm-hmm. um then you 
are going to struggle to build, um, to make it so that whenever you are trying to reach customers who look different, think different, have different backgrounds, it'll be difficult to do that. So you've got to put in the work on the back end, um, in your own personal network from a professional network as you're thinking about it for your business so that it's more sort of, it's more naturally to you. Mm -hmm. And so whenever it comes time to think about who do I know? Who is, you know, in this area? Who do I know who would be good in this particular area? You want a list of a diverse group of people, not just one type of person. Yeah. And I love that because one of the things that you said is diverse circle of influence. And that's what we all want, especially if you're in business, if you're in in network marketing, you're trying to network with people. How do you build that diverse circle of influence if you don't talk to diverse people in your normal life? Right. (laughs) And so... I always want to say, this is what's happening in business and this is what's happening in my normal life and, or just my life outside of business, right? A normal, we don't say normal, right? <laughs> so what what is your different, right? Pieces of your life. So I always tell people, you can't put on diversity, equity, and inclusion in one place and then take it off in another place and then have these very, you know... <laughs> racist attitudes or things like that. You can't do that and still expect to do something different in your business. Right. 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 And sometimes whenever and you're talking about networking and building personal relationships, so much of this, the real connections happens with informal things, right? Mm-hmm. Things that we might not even think about. So for instance, I um, saw have been following somebody on Instagram um, for a little while now. It's an accountant. I, I, mm-hmm. I need a new accountant. So I've been sort of following some people that other people have been reaching out who've been mentioned. And I saw this one woman, I've seen some of her content. Then she said, um, last weekend, I saw she was going to homecoming at FAMU. <gasps> I went to FAMU. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden she <laughs> opened like it was like, and so I wrote her, I'm yeah. like, I'm a rattler, you know, that's the, the, uh-huh. the mascot for it. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, so then I had up a, a story yesterday on Instagram and she's like, Oh, I see the orange and green, right? Like <laughs> yeah, we're not talking anything accounting, but what did I yeah. do today? Just this morning, I sent her a note because there's a very specific thing that I need an accountant to do for me. And I'm like, do you mm-hmm. do that? She's like, yes. Yeah. So and now we're starting this business conversation. But what yeah. was the thing that brought brought us together besides me following along in her content. It was something that was personal. We went to the Mm -hmm. same university. That is something that is similar about us. Um, but it doesn't always have to be the university. It could be, oh, we both have two-year-olds. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, I love your hair. Let's talk about hair and these hair products. Or it, it could be the mm-hmm. most random thing. It could be about, um, a TV show that you watch, right? Like how many people have bonded over, um, and started talking about, House of the Dragons, right? I know that yeah. just, that series just finished and we got a whole year to wait for the next one. But like, those are conversations that unite us. If you yeah. are focused and you just one bubble and you don't sort of have anything outside of business to be able to, to connect with people and connect with different types of people, then mm. it's going to feel transactional. It's not going to be yeah. quite as enjoyable and it, it's going to lack authenticity, which isn't, which isn't mm-hmm. effective. 
Yeah. And so we always talk about this concept in business, right? Transactional versus relational. And how do we really um, develop relationships with people? And I think that a lot of times people try to make it so hard for us to do things in business. And they're like, well, what would I do? How do I start these conversations? It's like, what would you do in regular life? Right. Yes. It's not. <laughs> it's like be human and look at the Absolutely. humanity that we all have and then translate that to your business practices. Right. <laughs> So I have a, a course, it's called Inclusive Brand Academy. And in it, uh-huh. one of the lessons, because I often get asked, and I was a little surprised by it. But then I was just like, you know what, this is where people are. And I've uh-huh. also, get, I often was asked, how do I go about building relationships with people? Because I think people just naturally get nervous whenever they're thinking uh-huh. about like, how do I engage with this person who is different from me? You engage with them like you would engage with any normal person because they're a normal person, right? Whatever Mm -hmm. we consider, quote unquote, to be normal, right? So how do just you would just engage with them? There's no like, do I say the right? You just you just interact with them Mm -hmm. and act like you're working to build a friendship um, with Mm -hmm. this person and do what you would do as you're working to build friendships in real life. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wonder why that feels so difficult for us. So when we start the process of of trying to interact with people who we see as different, what do you have? What have you seen as the challenges for people who are trying to build their diverse networks when they're trying to go out and talk to new people? They're trying to figure out what do I do first? How do I move along with this? Um, and they've really been in this pretty much homogenous type of of environment where everybody looks like them. Everybody kind of believes like them. Everybody talks like them. How how do you see, you know, what have you seen as the issues with people uh, building those diverse networks? And then, you know, maybe give us three things that are three types of tips that we could use to start to grow in this area. So first, there's a couple of things. Um, first, mm-hmm. I think sometimes stereotypes that society is part of the narrative that society puts out clouds people's judgment about what they think somebody might be like or how they might need to engage somebody. Uh Um, And and that might not be the case. Think Mm -hmm. about this person as another person, right? Forget all that stuff that you feel like you think you might know what society has presented to you, the market research you feel like you read. (laughs) You know what I mean? Engage with this person and as you're developing and you're engaging and you're listening, you will understand and you'll get these cues about what you need to know about this individual who's mm-hmm. in front of you, not this demographic, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. Second, I think that sometimes people go into building relationships for the wrong reasons. Oh, wait, I don't have, I don't know very many black people. I need a black friend. I need some black people <laughs> in my network. So they're reaching right. out, trying to engage with a black person, a Latina, a gay person, Mm -hmm. because they feel Mm -hmm. like they need to do that to like diversify their network properly. They're not Mm -hmm. actually interested in that individual. They're interested in what aspect of it. And people can feel like when it's not genuine. I know when somebody's interested in me versus Mm -hmm. whenever they're interested in what they think I represent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's mm-hmm. another thing. And then the third thing that kind of trips people up is just remember who you are and the value that you bring and what makes you cool. Um, you don't have to 
alter who you are to Mm -hmm. engage with other people. Um, That person, if they belong with you, they belong with you for, um, because of who you are. Let me tell you this quick Mm -hmm. story. Whenever I finished college, I was finishing business school. At the time, I had a boyfriend who was like 14 and a half years older than me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was 23 finishing up my business program and he was like 37. Right. So it's time for graduation. He comes for my graduation. There's all these parties happening that's going on. And he is somebody who dressed, um, who dressed like business casual was the norm, like mm-hmm. jeans and tennis shoes was not like his thing. But then it comes time to go to this party and he comes out in this tank top, some jeans in these tennis shoes. And yeah. I'm just like, what are you wearing? Needs to say, we did not go to the party because I was not <laughs> going to show up right. to this party with right. looking like that. Right. Okay. He was trying, but what was he doing? He changed yeah. who he was to try to yeah. fit in and he didn't fit in at all. He stood mm-hmm. out. He had the opposite impact of what he was trying to do. His heart Come and his on, that's good. Were in the right place. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. wasn't, it did not, it did not work, right? Yeah, so yeah. the thing is, remember who you are and the value that you offer and the people that belong with you will flock to you and connect with you when you are being you, not being who you think you need to be. Mm-hmm. to engage with this specific specific type of group the more you yeah. try the harder it's gonna it's the the, the harder it will be for you to it, it just comes up as you're trying too hard and then why are you trying so mm-hmm. hard <laughs> yeah so here's here's one thing that uh, really stood out to me so when you're thinking about what you talked about in your first your first point this idea of market research, right? So we teach people, go read, go do these things, start to learn about these other people and and learn about the difference. And so how do we kind of navigate doing market research, right? And trying to learn about other cultures and then not being stereotypical. So how do we not cross that line? How do we still use the market research, right? but then go into the authenticity of the relationship as well? Um, So I'm a big fan of market research. However, I'm an even bigger fan of immersion. Right. Mm. Um, so um, you yeah, said that, yeah. <laughs> that my intro, my bio, um, I lived in Argentina for four years. How did mm. I learn Spanish? I lived in Argentina. I okay. um, talked to people who spoke Spanish. I messed up. I still mess up. Right. Like mm-hmm. I still have all these mm-hmm. mistakes, but I learned it from being in the culture, not reading about mm-hmm. the culture, not watching mm-hmm. a movie about the culture from being in the culture, being surrounded by it. Um, mm-hmm. And so people kind of laugh at me now because Argentines have a very specific accent. And that's the accent that I have when I speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. How did I get that accent? Because I was in the culture engaging and talking with Argentine people. Right. Okay. So um, if you want to build a relationship quickly, more mm-hmm. deeply and authentically spend time with the people that you want to build relationships with spend mm-hmm. time engaging with their culture 
Don't just do market research. You want to learn more about the black community. You want to, you know, connect with this audience. Black Panther's about to come out. Go out and see Wakanda Forever, <laughs> right? Like, come on. go and yeah. see these movies. Um, watch the shows that they're watching. Spend time with them. Learn the reality of what their day-to-day is from your own experience interacting with them, not from what you've read on market research. Um, mm-hmm. Market research might serve as a good foundation, as a good primer, but it's no substitute for actually spending time with people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Y'all Y'all need to quote that, Sonia. <laughs> that is it. So I, I love market re- research, but I am even more of a fan of immersion. Drop the mic on that one. Yes. <laughs> so Sonia, you have been so, so amazing. So tell us, where can we find you? What's your next big project? How does the audience just plug into all things, Sonia? Uh, because you are absolutely amazing. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been my joy and pleasure to be here and to chat with you. You can find me at inclusivemarketing.co. That's my website. Um, I'm on social media um, and I'm I'm all at Sonia E. Thompson. And have a listen to the podcast if you get the chance. And then that kind of will get you into my ecosystem, my world. And um, that will keep you up to date on a lot of new projects and things that I'm working on. Perfect. Perfect. So thank you all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inclusive Networker. And thank you to my fabulous guest, Sonia Thompson. You will find her information in the show notes and we will see you on the next episode of the Inclusive Networker. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Inclusive Networker. You can find out all the information for our fabulous guests today in the show notes. But don't forget to subscribe to The Inclusive Networker podcast and to look out for a new episode each week on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramona. And as always, remember, I see you and I'm cheering you on. And I dare you to defy limits. See you on the next episode of The Inclusive Networker.